And usually guys do that a lot on the first date. They like to feed you a lot of drinks so they can ask you a lot of questions and you start being more open and vulnerable. So you got to be on your toes. Welcome back to the Next Door Podcast. I am Bestie Next Door, and I'm like your bestie next door. If you like your tea to be extra, extra sweet, then this place is not for you. Because we like our tea to be sweet and bitter. Sweet enough that it goes down, bitter enough to wake us up. Now, guys, I have my whole setup here for you because I want to show you the proper first date etiquette and the questions you need to ask. Before we start this episode, if you're looking for the High Value Woman audio book, if you're looking for the High Value Woman workbook, all your resources that you need, whether it be healing, whether it be knowing how to ask a man for some money, whether it be you want to get into being a sugar baby, onesecretroom.com. They have all the resources you need. I really like that website. I love the pillars. Literally, it's like all the secrets on that website. But anyways, without further ado, I have two wine bottles and it's only because the Chardonnay is like not even a glass and this one is like quarter of a glass. So I'm like, you know what? Just in case I need to pour up again, you know I need to have another bottle. So without further ado, let's pour up some Chardonnay. Because you see, it's not, it's barely anything inside. I think I'm gonna mix it. I think I'm going to mix. They're both white wines anyway. And I believe that this is a citrusy taste. So I'm just gonna mix it up because they're both white wines. And I know that this is not that strong anyway. So let's just pour this up. Okay, now we're getting somewhere with the glass. You know, before we take a sip of our wine glass, we got to swerve around the glass. And this is what you got to do in a day. You got to swerve around the glass like, yeah, I'm used to this lifestyle, baby. Swerve around the glass and first sip. Oh, it's actually a nice mix. Because this wine is actually really sweet, so it kind of like balances it out. It's a good mix. Let's get straight into it. Let's get straight into this first date etiquette. Because some women really have issues when it comes to the first date, whether they be dry or the guy doesn't want to go on a second date with them or they're just not like just getting it. Before we get into the questions and the etiquette, let's get into some don'ts. Now, you as a valuable woman, you should not be going on dates for free meals. Because when you go on dates for free meals, that's when you enable embarrassment. Because now you don't even know if this guy is a waste man. And now you're on a date thinking, yeah, I'm about to order some lobster. I'm about to order this. I'm about to order on his tab. And now he's looking at you like, sis, you're paying this tab or you got to go half with me. So don't go on dates for free meals. If you know you don't like him and you know you're not sure about him, don't allow any type of embarrassment. Because when you go on dates for free meals, that's when these guys be so weird. Don't even allow any type of embarrassment. Don't go on dates for free meals. If you're not sure about him, don't go on that date. You got food in the house. At your age, you should know how to cook. So if you don't know how to cook the food in the restaurant that you need to be watching some youtube videos to learn how to cook you some lobster some salmon there's nothing special about the restaurant food anyway we only like going to restaurants for the experience so if it's for the food sis you better go take your car go make you a little seafood bowl in the house you know you even get more for your money than going on a date just for the free meal because you never know what type of embarrassment or you never know what type of timing he's on and time is money number two when it's your first date i know it's like oh i want to get picked up and he's supposed to come and pick me up you don't need to let guys know where you live you are dating you are in the interviewing process so you can't be having five dates in a week and you have each guy coming to pick you up it doesn't even look good on you as a woman because of course like neighbors and everybody in the neighborhood being your business and secondly you don't want to have guys you're not sure about knowing where you live because you never know you know guys can be a little bit crazy and we don't got time for the cuckoo for cocoa puffs because you know everybody tries to put their best foot forward on the first date so he may be putting his best foot forward and then you don't know that he's crazy or he's convicted of some crime or he's a felon so just to keep yourself safe 
don't be allowing these guys to know where you live. Allow him to pay for your Uber. You get what I'm saying? Like something like that. Then allowing him to come pick you up or sending your address for him to book the Uber. If you know that you're comfortable and you're confident in him and you know he's not weird or anything and you kind of already had like multiple conversations with him and you already know his personality, then it's okay for him to come and pick you up because you know him. But if you don't know this guy like that and you're not really too sure about him... And you don't do that. Just for your own safety. And you don't want these guys to be pulling up on you like, yeah, I missed you. I'm pulling up. We're not doing the little sneaky pull-ups, okay? Three, this is something that us women are guilty of. Wearing all black on the first date. We like to wear black to work. We like to wear black to run errands. We like to wear black to go to the gym. Sis, do not wear black. Show some personality. You wearing colors shows your personality and it makes you appear more feminine. And it shows that you put some effort into what you're wearing. Four, us women, when we know we're going on a date, we like to not eat for the whole day. But I'm gonna tell you this right now. You never go on the first date hungry. The reason why you don't go on the first date extra hungry is because you are gonna stuff your face like Marlon on the white chicks and you do not want to do that. You want to make sure that you are able to enjoy the meal and also listen because you're on the date to know if he is someone you want to continue with or he's somebody you need to next call her. But if you go on the date extra hungry, you're going to be too busy stuffing your face and you're going to miss the green flags and the red flags. So don't go on a first date extra hungry. And use the opportunity to watch your etiquette and watch how greedy you are. We all greedy, but be greedy in the house. If you got to take some food away, take some food away and stuff it in the house. But on that first date, you need to be giving that man your undivided attention because if you're busy enjoying the food and you're not really giving him your attention, that's when you ignore the red flags because you're not even paying attention to the flags because you're so busy in the food. And that's when he starts running game on you. And before you know, you're like, oh my God, I didn't see the red flags from the beginning. No, the problem was, you were too busy stuffing your face like you're Marlon on the white chicks. Five, if he's giving you broke man energy before the date, like, oh, I've never been there. Are they too expensive? Don't even waste your time. Next caller. Time is money, and clearly, he's not spending no money. Hello. Six, do not talk about, oh, I like to be put in this position. Oh, what's your favorite position? Oh, I like to be put down like this. That sets the wrong tone. When you start talking about the do on the first day, it literally sets the wrong tone. And you know, men, you start talking about the do on the first day, he's going to be thinking he's getting those draws immediately. So avoid all of that. Oh, him trying to force you or him trying to persuade you. Avoid all of that by not even talking about the do on the first date. Now let's get into the questions and the etiquette. Now, first of all, you need to know exactly what you want from that man. You need to have an objective. What is your objective? Why are you going on a date with that man? Is it because you see boyfriend, husband material, or is it because you see that he's a trick? You need to be clear on what it is that you want from that man. Because if you go there blinded, sis, you're going to come out of that situation blinded as well. Don't go in there with the, I don't know what I want from him. Know exactly what you see him for. Because when you know exactly what you see him for, you avoid wasting your time yes you can go with the flow on how it plays out but just know what you have in your mind so you can know what version he's gonna get of you because if you just go there like oh well i'm just gonna go with the flow he's gonna flow you all the way into the wrong direction you're gonna be flowing 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 with no direction so be very clear on what it is that you see with that man do you see him as a trick do you see him as a husband boyfriend material or do you see him as someone that okay well He's going to be the guy that takes me out to all the nice restaurants because he likes to go out to eat and I like going out to eat and he has the money to spend. I'm not going to spend my money to go to these restaurants. So you got to be clear on what it is that you want from the guy. Now, let's talk about being at the table. When you go to fancy restaurants, they usually have a cloth on the menu or whatever the case may be. This cloth is meant to go on your lap. Don't take the cloth and put it on the side. You don't want
want this man to think that you don't go to nice restaurants and you're not a luxury girl. Perception is everything. So we are using perception to our advantage. Listen, all the girls that be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just be truthful. Those are the girls that stay in the house. Those are the girls that don't really know nothing. I'm telling you the truth. You want to use perception to your advantage. When you use perception to your advantage, that's how you get a man to do the things you want him to do by just off of perception. What? Put it on your lap. The reason why you need to put it on your lap first before you do anything is just in case of any spills. You know how sometimes waiters can be clumsy, you can be clumsy, he can be clumsy, and you don't want to mess up your nice outfit. So you put it on your lap. And when you do that, it kind of shows like, oh, okay, this girl, she got some etiquette. Like, she know what's up. All right, cool. Now, with the menu. You don't hold the menu to the face like this. You don't hold the menu down like this. He doesn't need to be seeing your frontal. He doesn't need to be seeing your closure. He doesn't need to be seeing the middle of your head. Allow him to see your face as you look at the menu. Remember, perception, confidence. Look at the menu. Okay, then ask him, like, hey, what are some things you recommend? Have you been here before? What do you like? See what he has to say. Get the conversation going. And see if what he recommends is what you like. If it's not what you like, girl, go for something else. Now, once you finish with that, obviously, he's going to call the waiter. You tell him what you want, or you can order for yourself. I usually see online where people be like, oh, he's supposed to order for you. Sis, it doesn't matter if he orders for you or not. Just order the damn food. It doesn't matter if he orders or you order. You can tell him what you want, and if he wants to order it for you because he wants to be a gentleman, that's cool. But some men don't really know how to pronounce the stuff on the menu anyway so what's the point you are the woman you it doesn't really matter who orders the food just order whatever you want to order now of course they're always going to bring out the drinks first now what kind of drink should you drink it all depends on you right you don't want to be too drunk you can do that when you're with your girls or when you're on a date with yourself but when you're on a date with this man your first date is supposed to be about him you're supposed to know about him again time is money you don't want to be wasting your time with these waste men if you're sitting there okay well let me order drinks let me get drunk it shows that you don't go out that much again we are trying to show that we are used to luxury luxury is for us like luxury was made for us we're not trying to show that oh we don't really go out that much so we want to get drunk because we don't usually drink no you don't need to be having that type of story. Oh, I don't usually drink like that, so I really want to have a good time. No. You can have a good time by having a few glasses, but you don't need to be drunk. Because, again, you don't want him to take advantage of you in the sense that because you're tipsy, you're now asking him certain questions. And usually guys do that a lot on the first date. They like to feed you a lot of drinks so they can ask you a lot of questions and you start being more open and vulnerable. So you got to be on your toes. You got to know that, all right, I'm here to know his tax bracket. Like, what can he offer me? Was he going to be a beneficial contact? Or is he somebody that I'm just going to have the next caller because it's not given what it's supposed to that is your chance the first day is your chance now when it comes to wine if you can order either a martini but i really suggest to go with wine because wine is more calm like wine can get you tipsy but you're never going to be tipsy to the point where you don't know what you're saying you'll be tipsy to the point where you're having a good time but it's not going to be to the point where it's like oh yeah my ex did this to me it's going to be more like yeah you're going to be more like yeah that inner marilyn monroe like yeah that's the type of vibes wine give so now when it comes to your glass i know most of us like to hold the glass like this but you're not supposed to hold your wine glass like this this is not how you can hold the wine glass you can go on google you can go on youtube they'll all say the same thing you do not hold your glass like this you hold it by the stem because you have more control you have more control of your glass when you hold it by the stem you see how i could shake it's more easy for me to go oh, okay but if i'm doing like this it's like you know what i'm saying always hold your wine glasses by the stem and you get what I'm saying? Even you got to do some little swirls or whatever. Just be careful because you don't want it to the wine to pop up and fall on your dress or fall on you. Don't be too extra. And I want to mention another thing too that's really important. Don't kiss the rim. What do I mean by kissing the rim? 
Keep your mouth in one place. Don't kiss here. Don't kiss here. Don't be sipping all over the place. Keep your glass where you, your lips are. You see how I'm sipping and it's only in one place? Even though it's a little mushy, it's still in one side. You don't want to be kissing the glass all over like you're just sipping from different places. You need to show that you're organized. Because when you are drinking and your lips are like printed all over the rim of the glass, it shows that you're not really an organized person. Because if you're an organized person, you're not going to want to have the rim of your wine glass look like you're drinking a margarita. Hello. So now your food is out. Your fork is supposed to go on the left and your knife is supposed to go on the right. Now, I don't know what it is you're ordering, but please do not order burgers, fries, or any finger food. Do not order that. If you want to order that, take that to go, but don't have that on the date. You want to have something that's light and refreshing where you don't want to look like you don't eat in the house. So let's say you ordered salmon, or let's say you, some of you may even order chicken breast, like chicken breast or whatever beef or whatever kind of meat you order. You have to make sure you place because your fork is for placement, even if you order rice too, because you're supposed to put the rice. Like some people say you're supposed to use the back of the fork to like put the food. I don't be doing all of that, sis. I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't be doing that. I usually just put the rice in the fork like this. Like it depends. If I'm eating rice, I usually eat the rice with my right hand because I'm a righty. If I'm eating like chicken or salmon and stuff like that because I don't eat red meat, I usually have it like this way because it's easier for me to have more control on the food and I just... You get what I'm saying? But if I order, like, let's say if I'm having rice or something like that, I can't sit here and lie to you and tell you that I use my left hand to eat rice because I'm not a lefty. It's going to be hard for me to eat the rice the appropriate way with my left. I'm a right hand. So I usually always come back to my right and be like, okay, scoop it over and eat it. I'm just telling you how to chew because I'm not going to come here and tell you, oh, you're yeah, supposed to do this. And then if I'm on a date, I don't be doing that. I'm always going to tell you the truth and what I be doing because why? Again, I'm bestie next door. So I'm not going to tell you no lie. But usually your fork is supposed to be in your left hand and your knife is in your right hand because it gives you more control. You can also use your left hand to scoop up the rice and eat it this way if you have experience but you don't want to embarrass yourself and you don't want to do past yourself you want to do what makes you comfortable but however when you are like cutting into meat or something always use your left hand with the fork and right hand with the knife now don't eat and talk you chew first and you talk see all these things are in the high value woman course but i'm just giving you guys a taste because i never really give you guys a preview but i'm giving you guys a taste these are little details that women like to go over and not pay attention to but these are very important details because you never know the kind of caliber guy that you end up dating and you never know the kind of events or places you may go to that you need this type of etiquette don't think that oh well i don't need this type of etiquette because i don't go those type of places don't have a lack mentality you never know you never know when the opportunity might present itself where you need to show that you have proper etiquette so <laughs> you always smile you always you know on your first date you don't want to be too serious don't be sitting there like Try to be fun. Try Even if the guy is not really as talkative, because most guys are not really talkative like us women. Even though he may not be saying too much at first because you didn't ask any questions, but just make him feel like you're having a good time and you're, you know, don't make it seem like he's not talking, so I'm not talking. Don't do not do that. Just try to make it, because you want to know if, you never know that he may be quiet because he want to see the type of person you are, and you don't want to pass up on a guy because he's quiet, because he may be a guy that's worth keeping, right? So you have to just kind of like play the mood. Now that we've done that part let's get into some questions oh another tip too don't ever wave your fork and knife when you're talking always put your fork and knife down like so and speak or if you're going to speak keep your hands don't be waving it in the air like waving it like this don't do that sorry if i'm doing it please don't mind me because i'm demonstrating that let's get into the question segment and one of the first questions you want to ask him is this what's your take on 50 50 relationships and have you done it in the past the reason why you want to ask him that is because you want to know where he's at with that you want to know if he's looking for a roommate or you want to know if he's the man that's a provider 
provider and understands traditional roles? Because a lot of women don't like to ask those questions on the first date and then they end up in 50-50 situations. But that's a very important question to ask. Just to hear his take on if he does believe in it, why he does, and you know, if he doesn't, then check. And you don't want to counter what he's saying like, oh, well, I don't do 50-50. Don't counter what he's saying. Listen to what he's saying and you know in the back of your mind what you're going to do. You don't need to counter him like, oh, I don't understand why guys have to do 50-50. I can never. Less, listen more. Talk is cheap. Let him show you. Because if you tell him, oh, I don't like guys that do 50-50. I don't like guys that do this. He's going to pretend for the beginning. Once he got you, he's going to put you right into that rotation. Why? Because he already told you what he's into. So listen more and speak less. The second question you should ask on a first date is, who had the biggest impact in your life? Now, this is really important because you want to know where he gets his values from. Let's say he say his father had the biggest impact in his life. Then you ask him, oh, why? Then he'll say, because my father used to treat my mother really good, and my father used to do this. Or he may say, oh, my father used to be very nasty, and, you know, he used to be very abusive, and I knew that I don't want to be like that when it's my turn because I've seen the kind of pain my mother went through. That question is really important. You need to know his mindset. The next question you want to ask him on the first date is what's your relationship with your father? Now, the reason why you're asking this is because you kind of want to see where he grabs his masculine energy from. How healthy was that relationship? It really helps when a man has a healthy relationship with his father because his father is going to be able to teach him certain things and there's going to be certain things he may see in his father that he may not want to repeat. It's not an ultimate deal breaker, but it's something that's a plus to know that his father is active in his life because if his father is active in his life, then you know that possibly if you guys have kids, he's going to want to be in the kid's life as well. He's not going to be a deadbeat. Now, to come to what I just said, some men may not have a father figure in their life and want to be different. The next question to ask him is, what is something you learned from your father and what's some things you would do differently? The reason why you ask him that following question, you want to see if he's very observant. You want to see if he's paying attention to the dynamic in his household. You want to see if he's learning, like, okay, well, my father did this and I don't want to do this or my father is like this and I want to be just like that. You need to know these questions because you want to know the kind of guy you're dealing with. Next question you want to ask to kind of make it interesting is, when was the last time you did something for the first time and a lot of women don't ask that question but that's gonna be it can be like woo it's gonna make him very interested in you because you guys are used to hearing oh what's your zodiac sign or when's your birthday or what's your favorite color but when you ask him things like that it's like oh she's exciting because you're asking him something he's not used to hearing and you made him think and guys love it when you make them think so it's like okay you're not only physically attractive you're also mentally stimulating because guys like to be mentally stimulated understand that he's gonna look at you like oh Hmm, I actually I can't even remember and now that's going to create a whole different kind of conversation you get what I'm saying because you want to ask questions that's open-ended where it makes you guys talk about so many different things but sometimes some guys like to be straightforward and answer answer but you may have a question that end up leading to different conversations however again talk less listen more allow a man to talk more because men are so used to not being heard that him being heard is going to be a plus in his book about you. Not only it being a plus in his book for you, but you're also going to kind of see the kind of man he is. So you need to know if you need to next call her or you can continue the relationship. That's how women usually waste their time by going on dates, free meals, and not knowing the kind of guy they're getting into. And then later down the line, they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. No, sis, you should have paid attention. Next question. Now to make it a little spicy and a little flirty, you'll look at him and you'll say, what is one compliment you'll give me right now? You want his imagination to run wild. So don't be shy and be like ha, ha, oh thank you don't shy away from the compliment stand boldly and say thank you well I like x y and z 
Men love to hear compliments. Compliment him as well. It's going to be awkward for the first 10 seconds, but once it get awkward, you control the conversation again. That's how you really have the control, by being mentally stimulating and by making it a little bit awkward but still grabbing it back again to get him where you want him and say, well, okay, next question. You get what I'm saying? And you don't need to say next question, but then you'll ask another question to kind of like set the mood back again. But you want to get him like a little like, ooh, like you want to get him a little shy. You being a little flirty by asking that question is making the whole experience interesting and fun. After you ask that question and it's getting a little awkward or he's shy or you're shy, the next question you ask him is, when was the last time someone gifted you something and what was it? The reason why you want to ask him that is because you want to see if he's used to receiving gifts. And this is where you use that to your advantage. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you don't do this, you don't do that. First of all, number one, you need to know if he's financially stable enough. You're going to be able to tell by the way he carries himself, by the kind of car he drives, by the watch he's wearing, by the way he's dressed. You're going to be able to know if he can afford certain things. And when you ask them about the 50-50 relationship, you'll know if he's a provider man by just his answer there. So when he says that, that's when you kind of use that to your advantage. Like, okay, if you're looking to keep him and keep him as a trick that spends a lot of money on you, I'm going to go buy him a cologne. And you're not going to buy him something that's too expensive that's going to break your pockets. No, you're going to get him something as an investment because now you're investing in him. Because you know that, all right, well, I'm going to give you this, but I know that you're going to give me 10 times more than that because why? It's been a long time since you've been gifted something and... Now, you're going to feel so open. You're using psychology. You're hypnotizing him. You're using psychology to get what you want from him because now he's not going to feel like you're take, take, take. He's going to be like, oh, well, she gifted me something first, and I was so happy, and now I feel like I owe her 10 times more. And now, after you gift him that first little gift that costs you barely nothing, that means a lot to him, you're going to be ranking in on gifts and cash. Listen to what I'm saying. I promise you, if you try it with a guy who's financially stable and he never received a gift in a long time and you gift him something, I promise you that guy is not going to forget you. And anytime you ask him for something, he's always going to give it to you. Check what I'm saying. Hello. Most people online like to tell you all this toxic stuff like, oh, you don't give him nothing. Bestie is always going to tell you the truth. That trick always works. Always get something that's not expensive to you and doesn't mean nothing to you, but and you could afford to lose. But it's going to mean a lot to him. I promise you that man is not going to forget you. And anytime you need something, he's going to give it to you. Next question you need to ask him is, how would you describe your ideal partner? The reason why you want to ask him this is because you want to know if you're his dream girl or not. Because if he's describing you, then you know that he's going to do whatever because he's trying to impress you. But if he's not really describing you like that, just know he's on a date with you for whatever reason. Maybe because he wants to lay down with you because he sees you as someone he can, you know, put on your back or whatever. Ideal partner he should be describing is someone that is like you because if it's you, then you know that you are his dream girl and you know what it means when you are a man's dream girl. Hello. I'm going to get into the last three questions before we end this episode. Now, the last three questions you need to ask him is, what is one thing you've done that you regret? The reason why you ask him that is because you want to see if he learns from his mistakes. Because if he learns from his mistakes, then you know that he's a decent kind of guy. And you know you know that if he ever do something wrong to you, he's going to be willing to apologize. But if he feels like, oh, well, I've done nothing wrong and I don't regret anything, then you kind of know. And it shouldn't be like when he answers the question, it shouldn't be I regret it. It should be like, you know, I don't regret it because I learned from my regrets. But I would have done this different next question you want to ask him is what do you consider cheating and what are some of your boundaries the reason why you want to ask him what you consider cheating is is it depends if you really want him to be your main guy or if you want him to be your side if you don't want him to be a side then you don't need to ask him that because you guys are not exclusive but if you want to just know anyway just to kind of have an idea of who he is as an individual then ask him what does he consider cheating and then you want to ask him his boundaries because you want to know the kind of guy he is and what he doesn't tolerate and what's a deal breaker because all guys have a deal breaker and you want to know what 
they are before you get too invested and too involved. Now my last and final tip for first date is try not to finish your food. It's good to take it away, but it depends on what you're ordering. If what you're ordering is not, not too much and it's small, then of course you can just eat it, but just try to always leave a little bit behind. But if you don't want to leave a little bit behind, it's good to take it to go. But don't Sit there and have like two strings of noodles or three strings of noodles or a, a small piece of chicken and say, oh, I want to take it to go. No. It shows discipline. It shows that you don't overdo anything and you don't underdo anything. So it's just good to like leave something or just even better, eat some, eat a little bit, like munch on a little bit where you're not hungry and just take it to go. So you can just bust it down in the house. You can literally bust it down as soon as you get through the door, but just try not to look like you're marlin on the white chicks. You know, I'm Bessie next door and I never tell you a lie. And guys, I'm going to leave you with that. If you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or, or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to, thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, and turn on the notification bell to be notified when I upload more episodes. And guys, you know the rest. Until we meet again.